Hubcast special series. Thanks for tuning in. This is where we're interviewing some of our favorite people from inside the orange walls at HubSpot and picking their brains about where the platform and different tools are going and the company is kind of going as a whole in 2020. And today I'm excited to welcome Megan Griffith to the mic. Welcome, Megan. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Oh, man. Megan, we, you and I, we love to geek out about some reporting, custom reporting, and I'm so excited that we're talking about attribution reporting today because it's something that I think people like to talk about. They, they like the word attribution reporting, um, but when it comes to actually doing it, I think there's just a lot of confusion about what it really means and what it really looks like. So before we jump into that, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit more about who you are and what you do at HubSpot. Yeah, definitely. So I'm a product manager at HubSpot. I focus on our reporting tools. I've been in HubSpot for about five years now. Um, Previously, before product, I worked in all customer-facing roles. So I was a support engineer, a support rep at HubSpot back in the day. Um, And I've also worked across a few different functions in customer success. So I absolutely love working directly with users and customers. And so I'm really excited to, to be here. I'm excited. We, I think it was about a year ago, maybe a little bit less. We were up at uh, HubSpot HQ and we got together and you were telling us about some of these things that you were working on. Um, Yeah. A lot has changed since then. I know. And I remember you talking about the revenue attribution stuff that you guys were working on. So, you know, recently, beginning of 2020, it was announced that, actually, it was before before 2020, it was announced that the revenue attribution was coming out for enterprise and beta and a whole bunch of new features and, and reports came out along with that. So what had you been hearing from the user community, maybe from the partner community about attribution reporting that kind of prompted you guys to really prioritize that and and bring that to the table at at the enterprise level? Yeah, definitely. Um, We really, so we talked to a lot of customers and specifically on the reporting side, we were digging into what marketers were seeing across their HubSpot reporting and where they felt that reports were falling short for them. Um, And we had kind of a scary realization where we were seeing a lot of marketers who were using HubSpot who couldn't really clearly answer the question, like, what am I doing that's driving revenue for the business? Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, HubSpot reporting has invested a ton in getting you the engagement metrics you need. So we have things like email clicks and opens or social engagement or what are people doing across the website. And all of that's fantastic and necessary. And you can see a lot of it through our analytics tools and through the reports that we offer out of the box. Um, But we really realized that with those engagement metrics, none of them had a direct tie to what we know is the single most important metric for any company to measure, which is revenue. You absolutely need to know 
how you're making money, how you're closing deals, how you're helping the sales team do their job well. Um, so we just wanted to make it really easy to um, let our customers get a clear picture of that, where they should invest their time, their resources, um, and specifically marketers who notoriously don't know, based on those basic engagement metrics, really where to double down, like what's truly working and what's truly not. So mm. um, we saw that problem and we went to solve it using revenue attribution which exists. It's something that other platforms provide. But we wanted to go and do that kind of the HubSpot way by making revenue attribution, which is also notoriously very complicated and hard to understand for marketers, really easy to use and easy to get started with um, and really help people make that data actionable for the rest of their team. Mm, I love it. I'm always amazed at how people that I've worked with, you know, I'll, I'll ask them how they're using the tools. Like, how are you using HubSpot? What tools are you using? And they'll be like, oh, we're doing, you know, we're doing all the things. We're doing email nurturing and we're doing automated follow-up and we're doing sequence. Like we're doing, we're checking all the boxes of all the marketing and sales activities that we should be doing in HubSpot. But then when you ask them what's working and what's not working, it's like, uh, well, I get a good open rate on my emails, you know, like that's, that's like the, we just get like that front end metric and yeah. people look at that and really don't, don't ever get any deeper. And, and some of that has been because they don't know how, they don't know, you know, where to do that or it's, it's been too complicated for them to figure out. So I'm excited that these, uh, these new, tools are getting rolled out. So let's take a bit of a, a dive into the new revenue attribution reports. What's what's the first thing? Like somebody's going in there for the first time, they've just gotten access um, to revenue attribution reporting. What's the first thing that they should know when they go in there? Yeah, that's a great question. I think the first thing you need to be aware of is um, we have some templated reports ready for you to get started with. So this is different than starting from scratch with a custom report. You'll enter revenue attribution and you should expect to see data there ready to go for you to analyze. So if you're closing deals in HubSpot and you're attaching, um, associating the relevant contacts to those deals, you will have data because we're looking at those closed deals and we're looking at the contact associated. And then we look at every interaction that that person or those people who are key in closing that business, we're looking at everything they did start to finish. All of those interactions are captured here. Um, but really what you're going to get is that data out of the box and those questions that we think are really important for you to be answering out of the box. So on the left-hand side of revenue attribution, you can see immediately by just clicking a button um, what campaigns that I'm running are driving revenue, um, what content types or content titles are really um, driving revenue to close for the business. Um, so just know that you should be kind of shepherded to a place where it's easy to get started and easy to start a real conversation with your team. Um, another thing that's really important to note is that we have six attribution models available and many of them are multi-touch attribution models. So there is kind of your standard first interaction, last interaction models. 
um, that we've had in HubSpot in the past. But what's really special about this is we have models like the W model, which looks at how much um, the interactions that folks are having with your brand are influencing lead creates or the deal create when the ops are going to the pipeline or the deal close. Um, so it's definitely worth exploring those models that you have available to you there and watching some of our Academy content that does a full deep dive on what kind of all of those should help you um, help you analyze. And I think you mentioned a really key piece right at the beginning there when you said, as long as you're closing deals and you're associating those deals with the appropriate contacts. And I think it, that brings up a really good point with not just rev- revenue attribution reporting, but just like reporting and custom reporting in general yeah. um, in that you really have to make sure that your data is is clean, that it's structured, and that your your team, the people that are using the tools are using them properly. And I bring that up because I actually uh, worked with somebody where we were really digging in deep, like they were using Marketing Hub, Sales Hub, Service Hub. They were doing a lot of really awesome stuff. They had so much data in there. They had, they had so much automation set up. And when we started to run reports, they couldn't run any revenue reports because their salespeople weren't associating contacts with deals. Yeah. And it was like their, their reporting was just, it was non-existent because they weren't doing that. And it's, it's just a great kind of, when you're, when you're starting to look at this, you may go in there and you may be like, I'm not seeing what I think I should be seeing. And, you know, it's a, that's like the gut check of, yeah, this is going to help you like figure out if your team is actually, you know, using the tools like they're supposed to, right? Yeah, for sure. It's it's a struggle. The data cleanliness, it takes time and investment to make sure that your process is set up in a way that it's really accurate and that your reports are going to accurately reflect reality. And if you don't have that at the base, then um, reporting in general is not going to work for you in the way that it should. So I love it. It's definitely, um, it's something that we're always looking at ways that we in the product can prompt people to do the right things and using technology like machine learning to help with, but mm. it only can go so far because you do need to have that like commitment to the clean data. Right. And it made me think too about, and this is just a total tangent, but you know, thinking about all of the different touches that you have on a contact before they become a closed one customer, mm-hmm. you know, if you are are starting in a portal where you're doing a big contact import and you know you're you're maybe marketing to these people like maybe you're emailing them or doing certain things like if you never get them cookied you're never going to see what pages they were on on your site what content they were interacting with and so it's really important if you're just getting started in a in a portal and you're doing a big import to find ways whether it's sending engaging emails and getting people to click on click on them so that you can start tracking them um, whether it's you know getting people to fill out forms things like that I think that's also something that you know if your if your portal is new even if you've been you know quote unquote marketing to people if you haven't been you know having people convert on forms or having people click on your marketing emails 
then you probably don't have that rich data on them of all of their engagements and what they've been doing on your site. So a little nugget there, if you're kind of newer on the, on, in your portal and wanting to use these tools, you got to make sure that, you know, you're actually tracking and capturing that data on the marketing side. Yeah. Make sure you're using the HubSpot tracking code on everything and um, just categorizing those pages in the way that you want to see them. Again, it's all about the data cleanliness, as you said, but yeah, organizing your campaigns. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. The really what, one of the things that I'm most excited about with these reports is you, this is the first time in HubSpot that in one place, you can clearly see the entire funnel from start to finish, the entire flywheel of what did this person do and how did it impact a outcome that is super important for my business? Um, so there's a lot more coming in terms of what are other outcomes that are important to marketers and um, how can we show all of the interactions that led up to and influence something like a lead create or a deal being created in the pipeline? Those are um, things that we're thinking about in 2020 on the product side, but take advantage of that, that customer journey data. It's there in attribution. All you have to do is click into the numbers and drill down and it's, there's some really rich information there for most companies. Yeah. One of the things that I love too, that people may not know about if they've just started to see the attribution reporting in the reports tool is on individual website pages. If your site is hosted on HubSpot, you can see or your content is hosted on HubSpot. You could go to those pages and you could see for that individual page, how much revenue is being attributed uh, to interactions with that page based on the model that you're choosing. And that's so, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> it's yeah. really, really cool. Um, and so if you haven't checked that out and you are hosting content on HubSpot, I highly recommend checking that out. So going into 2020 with all, you know, all of that um, now being live or at least being in, in active beta, what are you, Megan, most excited about for kind of what what this is bringing to the table for companies in 2020? Yeah, I think it it goes beyond exploring data. And what I'm most excited about is seeing marketers who use HubSpot like really take control of their content and their strategy with these insights. I think that these reports are um, a door that can open for you internally at your company to really get the recognition for your team that they deserve for the impact that they're having on the sales team and their process and ultimately the impact that you are having as a marketer on revenue. Um, these reports make it possible to like get a seat at the table and make that argument in a way that I don't think HubSpot's been able to let you do before. Um, so definitely take advantage of, of that, take advantage of the way that it can also help you foster a much stronger relationship between sales and marketing. Um, I think this is the kind of report that you can bring to the sales manager or the head of sales and say, hey, we can see that this is kind of where things are getting handed off and what specific types of content are bringing like the hottest leads to the sales team, what types of content are setting up the best discussions over the phone, all of the data is there. Um, so that's what I'm really excited for is just um, how these reports can empower individuals working with HubSpot in their company. Mm. 
Me too. It's good stuff. It is good stuff. Megan, thanks so much for, for joining today. Based on everything we've talked about, what's one specific thing you think listeners should go out and do right now if they've got access? access to the revenue attribution reporting tools? I would say one thing that I would highlight is um, get in there and check out how your campaigns are influencing revenue. If you're attaching assets to campaigns and HubSpot, um, landing pages, blogs, emails, um, all of that is getting kind of pulled together in one nice unified view in revenue attribution where you can see how all of your campaigns are performing against each other as that mm. relates to their impact on the bottom line. So that's the specific thing I'd recommend. Yes, I love it. I love it. Hey, if you've got any questions about what we've talked about today, you know where to find me. I'm C. Duffy at Impact BND. That's boynancydog.com. And if you want to find Megan, she is on LinkedIn. Megan Griffith and on Twitter. You can find her Twitter handle in the show notes. I'm also going to link up some more resources, the Academy resources and knowledge-based resources on attribution reporting if you're starting to dive in. Megan, thanks again. Thanks for having me. This is great. And until next time, get out there and get after it. Bye.